Amen. It's an interesting passage, and I didn't finish it, and I will come back to the rest of that later. But he said to his disciples, it is impossible that no offense should come. So can I tell you something tonight? Please understand this, that if you've been alive for any amount of time, um, you've probably been offended or hurt sometime. Everybody shake their head, okay? So we, we've all, Lee Howe's got the big head bob going back there. So, so we, we've all been hurt or offended or something's come along and ruffled our feathers. And, um, you know, over, over probably a period of, of being a Christian for 25 years and now pastoring for almost 12 years, I would say that um, I have been able to observe the enemy's, the enemy's most deadliest and uh, what I believe is the most destructive trap um, for, for God's people is, 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 is that. It comes through offense. You know, it will imprison Christians. It, 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 it will, you know, it, it will put people like in, in prison cells. You know, that's one of the things that that offense does. And, and, you know, I don't know if you've ever felt trapped or anything like that. But a lot of times what it does is it, it just there's such a wounding around offense. And um, honestly, what it'll do, it'll sever relationships. Uh, and ultimately what it will do is it will affect your relationship with Jesus Christ. Because, it, because it's, 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 like a, it's like you're in a cell. And... Um, and I, uh, you know, I, I can speak from, um, <laughs> I speak from experience when I, when I, when I preach around this topic and, and when I teach around this topic, I, you know, and, and there's probably many of you in here that could do the same thing and you could talk about how God's healed you or brought you through and, and that's, that's great because the, that, that's what we've got to see. We've got to see ourselves on the other side. But, um, you know, I, I, I come from a lot of personal uh, conviction even around this topic and I, I remember it was uh, I was we were in Hana probably maybe two and a half years and uh, brother Austin Jones and I were talking and uh, I said you know I, I know I feel like the Lord is showing me things but I don't know how to engage the people in in the topic of hurt and I, I don't because I know that I, I can see it and I feel it in my spirit it, that, that I'm feeling that there, there's a hurt in, 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 the, in our body, in, in a group of people, but nobody really wants to talk about it. Nobody really wants to deal with it. You know, and, he, and, I, and I was telling him this, and, you know, and he's, he's become a great friend, and he ministers to me, I minister to him, and he said, you know, he, he, looked at, he, he said to me, he said, have you ever read The Bait of Satan? And I said, um, I said, you know, I, I think maybe I picked it up and I, 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 you know, gradually got into it, but I've never really dug into it. And he said, I'm going to tell you what. He said, I did this. Um, he said, I was in a, a Emonic, which is a village in Alaska. He said, 20 or 30 people, but I took principles and concepts out of that. And he said, much like Emonic, Hana was a, a lot like that. And he said, I just took some general principles and I, I began to, to do that. And then all of a sudden it brought healing. It brought healing into the body. And um, I'll, I'll never forget this, and so it's why, it's why I, I always feel compelled to, you know, we, we'll bring sermons around this and we'll teach this because, you know, it's, it's something we don't want people to walk in as, as a fence. And, and I remember at that point in time that, you know, that we, um, we had been in this, this, this sermon series, and, um, and I, remember, I remember these words coming out of my mouth, and I don't know if Minister Mar would, Minister Lehigh would remember that because they were there. I remember saying, there will be people that walk through this door that have hurt you. It may be physically, it may be spiritually, it, that, but there will be people that walk through this door 
Because, you know, Hana's a small community. And there were always people flooding in and out of our church. I mean, they might come halfway in during a service, and then they might just leave. And it, you just never knew. And I remember the time that God began to just bring healing. And he brought healing to, to I remember standing and, 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 you know, and watching as we all prayed together, held, holding hands. You know, we, we had pulled, we had prayed, watching God, watching the, those offenses break off of people. And I, and I knew God was doing something. And, I, you know, and so in my heart, I begin to, to say, Lord, you know, I, I always want to be able to, to deliver this and talk and teach this message around the air of offense where, where these very things happen, where these very things that, you know, you know the, these things would be just, they would come off people, that people's eyes would be opened. And, and so this is very dear to me. Please understand, it's not, it's not something that I'm, I'm saying. I'm looking in our congregation, and, and, and you're offended at me. If you are, please come talk to me because I, I'm, 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 a, I'm an open book when it comes to that. If I've ever said anything that, you know, might have hurt you, please come and talk to me. You know, that, that my intentions aren't ever to hurt. But, but can I tell you that people will say things that can be hurtful. Amen. People can say things that can be harmful. Sometimes they do it on purpose. Sometimes they don't do it on purpose. So, and what I realized many, many years ago as I began to teach this is um, there was only one perfect pastor, a one perfect preacher, and his name was Jesus. And so, I strive to be like him, period. And I, even as a believer, I strive to be like him, amen? So, you guys with me tonight? So, can, can, we, can we dig into a little bit of this tonight? So, I'm, I'm going to teach, I'm going to talk a little bit, so I want to I jump into this. So, praise God. You know, and if you don't have the book, Bait of Satan, please hear me, buy the book. I won't buy the book for anybody because there, there are certain books I would never buy for anybody. That's one of them I would never buy or give to anybody because that's an investment of like 10 bucks that will change your life. If you've ever walked in offense, you've ever walked in hurt, God, <laughs> there, you know, I, I did the first four chapters in that book and got so excited to preach and teach it. I, it, took me, it took me another year to read the rest of the book because I couldn't get out of the first four chapters because there was so much material. Because I'm like, that was me. I've been there. I understand that. I, I know exactly what he means. I know exactly what he's talking about. And so, you know, so, yeah, it, was, it, was, it, it brought a lot of healing to me. And um, so I highly recommend that. It's a great book. You know, John, John Bevere says this. He, he, he says that many are unable to function properly in their calling because of the wounds and hurts that offense has caused in their lives. Think about that for a second. Many people are unable to function properly. They, they can go through life, and they can do life, but they're not, they're not operating in their full potential. They're not, catch this, they're not operating in their full potential because of the wounds and hurts that offense has caused in their lives. And I want to say this because, you know, oftentimes even in a church, an offense in the church are usually from fellow believers. It's not from somebody that's new in church or, you know, a lot of times we have, we have the grace for new believers, right? We don't always have grace for somebody that is a believer. A believer doesn't have grace for a believer all the time. I'm going to be real tonight over some of this stuff, okay? It's because a believer can be like, you know, but please understand, we're, we're all in this process of being molded and worked on, right? So it's the grace of God that does that. So, 
So anyway, let me keep moving forward. See, David said this. Take your Bibles, go to Psalms 55, 12. I'm going to give you some scripture tonight. And I, you know, and maybe these are some scriptures you've seen or you've never seen. <clears throat> Psalms 55, 12. Because, see, David knew something about this. You know, even from his story, you know, and I, you think about, you know, you think about David being on the run from the king. And, and David loved the king, right? He loved the king. Psalms 55, 12. Are you guys there? Most of you guys are quick with the phone. So it says, For it is not an enemy who reproaches me, then I could bear it. Nor is it one who hates me, who has exalted him against me, that I could hide from him. But it was you, a man, my equal, my companion, and my acquaintance. We took... We took sweet counsel together and walked to the house of God in the throne. So what David's saying here is it's like, you know, it's the ones that are closest to us, right, that we feel most offended by or can be most hurt by. If anybody's been married for any amount of time, I'm talking two days or three, you know, any amount of time, you don't have to be married very long to know that offenses or disagreements or hurts will arise. And please smile at me because I think sometimes people, you know, people want to put on this whole fake, I got, uh, this fake stuff that, you know, well, my marriage is, you know, rock solid. Like, we never have a problem. Get out of here. Get out of here. You, are you kidding me? You know, uh, you're going to have a disagreement. I would, I would venture to say that you're, if you're not married if you don't have a disagreement. You, you, I don't even know what you would call it. So anyway, and I'm not sitting here telling you that disagreements are healthy, and I'm, I'm not going to go into that, but I'm going to tell, tell you tonight, please understand that you know, even in a marriage and even in close relationship, offenses will arise. Things will come up, and, and you're going to have to deal with them. You're going to have to deal with them because I'm telling you, an offended heart or a hurt heart because it's, there, there are people that are treated unjustly. You know, I, was, I spent many years as a child advocate. I spent nine years. I worked, I worked Fifth Street 20-some years ago, and I dealt with kids that were sexually abused. They were treated unjustly. They were wronged. I, you know, and so there's a natural thing in them. There's, you know, and I, I know the stats. I mean, you know, one out of four females are, are sexually abused. One out of seven males are sexually abused. It's probably, it's probably even lower now, but... I haven't done a lot of the research for a while. So, so you, you have a conscience of these things that, that know that these are real issues. And people will, these are things that will get buried. Because see, what happens when an, with an offense, it gets hidden. <laughs> it gets hidden. A hurt gets hidden. And you know, a lot of times, the only thing God's wanting to do is he's wanting to touch that thing and get it rooted out of you. So you don't, so you don't carry it. Because see, what happens when that offense or when that wall gets established, it, get, it gets built up and you begin to build a castle. You know, it's, it's that prison, right? <laughs> so there, there are people that have been wrong, and please hear my heart tonight. You know, <laughs> it wasn't God's fault. Because see, a lot of times this is the problem is why did God let that happen? Why did God, why did God let that happen to a, to a child? Has anybody ever read the book of The Shack? You know, e even in that story, I mean, I, I read that book in about two hours one night, and it's a lot of controversy around it and, and stuff, but the, the moral behind it was, was, was it dealt with a, a child that had been abducted and, and, and murdered and, you know, sexually traumatized. And, uh, and that's what I caught out of the story was because, you know, that, that was very real. 
Never mind the story, whether it was a black god or a woman or, you know, you know go over here and focus because, see, God didn't cause that to happen. But what happens a lot of times is people will begin to build up a wall. They'll begin to, you know, see, God just, he's not there for me, right? He's not there for me because he allowed this to happen. See, there's evil, guys. You got, you got to catch this. There's evil. The enemy, he's setting traps. He's setting these traps out here for, you know, for people. But he's, he's, also, he's also wanting people to bury that offense deep down in, that hurt deep down in. Well, they'll never deal with it. Well they'll, well, they'll never deal with it, that they'll carry it for the rest of their life. I know something about this. I mean, I... <laughs> And then, you know, and I said um, there are two categories. Those that, that have been treated unjustly, and then there are those that think they've been treated unjustly. <laughs> you catch that? Because, because some people just think, well, just not fair. Just not fair. You know, I feel like, I feel like I've been treated wrong. You know, because uh, uh, because you know, somewhere in the line, in, in their mind, they're, they're in, in that line, it's it's they they f- they feel, well, nobody cares about me. You know, even in a marriage, you know, you can get when my my wife doesn't care about my feelings, or Miranda could say, well, he doesn't care about my feelings. So what happens is an offense or something gets gets developed, and you, right there is you know right there you you've got to say, okay, I'm not going to the prison. <laughs> I'm going to root this thing out. Amen. Amen. I know I'm, I'm covering <laughs> so much here. Um, a lot of people will blame God. See, the enemy, you know, I, and, I, and I see this so much. The enemy wants you to keep that inside. Because the very, the very thing that you keep inside, you know what it turns into? It turns into pride a lot of times. I'm tough. I can deal with it. I'm not letting anybody in. Can I tell you something? God wants in. God wants in. And you know, when God gets in, watch this because this is what's important. When God gets in, other people get in. Because God's, God's not calling any one person to be an island. God's not calling any one person. You don't have to do it on your own. So once you let, once you let God in, God will send you people. I, I, I promise you. I promise you. He'll send you people. I, I remember I was in Parkersburg, West Virginia. We were preaching a meeting, and uh, we had an altar call. And I, was, I, I think I was preaching on a fence, and a lady that I knew and I hadn't seen for a while, she walks up front, <laughs> and I, for whatever reason, I just I looked at her, and, I, and she, she, was, she was weeping under the power of God. And I looked at her, and I said, because the Lord had already shown me she had been abused. I said, it's not your fault. God still loves you. And, God, you know, God's going to heal you of this right now in Jesus' name. She grabbed a hold of me and she said, you know what I'm talking about, don't you? You know. And I said, ma'am, I do know. And I grabbed her and I hugged her and she wept. And I think we both might have fell on the floor. I'm not even sure. But, but you know, I, I knew it was real. <laughs> I, knew, I knew that God could do something in one instance, one split second. God could do that. God could restore. God could breathe on that situation, and He could bring a healing. He could bring something into her life that, you know, uh, and you know. But see, then it's not done, <laughs> because then God will bring you people. Amen. He'll bring you people. He'll help you. He'll. I, I promise you that even even if you, you'll grab a hold of some of this tonight, God will help you through this message. 
This isn't, I, 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 know, I know in my spirit when I preach it, this is not a weak message. This is something that if you get a hold of, I'm telling you, you can walk, you can walk in a real freedom. This is Freedom Month, and I tell you, you don't have to carry junk. You don't have to carry hurt. You don't, you, you, your mind can be freed in Jesus' mighty name. Ooh, now I remember. <laughs> uh, you, you know why, why one of a few things, and I'm, I'm going to get into the whys here. i got 10 or 15 minutes. I'm going to come back around on this Sunday. Um, you know, I, I was hurt. <laughs> I was hurt by a friend before I left to go into the missions field. And it, and it hurt. It, it, it did. It, it hurt. I mean, it hurt my heart because I didn't understand. And I didn't, I didn't understand it. But after I had spent about four or five months in the, in the missions field, I was praying. I was praying for people back home. I was, to be honest with you, I was learning how to pray. I just I was learning how to pray. God, you know, I need your help every day. I mean, I don't know if you ever prayed that way, but I, I mean, honestly, I, I prayed that way. Lord, I, I need I need you every day. I I'm going to the store. I don't really think anybody likes me, but Jesus, I need you. Let me talk to at least two people today. I, I mean, that's how I prayed. I mean, because because, you know, you know, that was the look for the first couple months. I'm just white guy leaving. I, you know, I wasn't naive to that, you know, and. But after a while, man, there was like, you know, then I got to shock us. Then I got to hugs, you know, and I was shocking everybody because I was like, that's what we do in Hawaii, right? And, you know, anyway, so I, <laughs> but I, I, I was hurt by something that had happened. And the Lord quickened me. And he said, you know what? You need to call him. And, and, and you need to talk with him because there's a forgiveness issue in your heart. He said, because if you want to begin to walk in freedom, you yourself are going to have to learn how to forgive. Oh, Jesus, I don't want to do that. He was wrong. I, you, guys, you, anybody with me tonight? Because that, that's real, right? He was in the wrong. The things he said, the things that he did, he was in, he was in the complete wrong. Call up. Hey, man, how's it going? Not even on his radar. It's on mine, not his. Hey, how's it going? How's business? Things are great. Things are going well. Praise God. Hey, man, I need to talk to you about something. I just want to cover this with you because I, I felt, you know, I needed to do this. And from that point, you know, I, I, I realized what it did was it brought healing. It brought healing back into my life. But then I realized something even greater. My prayers. I, I, I'm telling you, it's scriptural. If, if I'm mad at my wife, my prayers can be hindered. You guys catch that? If I'm mad at my brother, my prayers can be hindered. If I'm mad at somebody or I'm offended or that hurt has bittered, has grown deep down in, my prayers can be hindered. I don't want any of my prayers to be hindered. Amen? How deep is offense? Oh, my, it'll cut you. <laughs> it'll, it'll, it'll wound you. But I, I felt from that point, even when I, you know, because my relationship with him today, it's, it's good. But it was something that I had to do. Amen? That's my third point. You want to you wanna, you wanna be free of offense? Let's just go there real quick. Let's, let's cover that one. Forgiveness. Amen? Forgiveness. Oh, my. This all right tonight? Because, see, because, listen, when you, when you begin to choose to operate in the area of forgiveness, because, see, the revelation that I got, See, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Whoever believes in him shall not perish. 
He gave up his son for me, okay? And uh, you know what he did for me? He forgave me of my sins. He, he forgave me. And, and for me, I, I know this may not seem, it may, it may seem very elementary, but, but I, took that, I took just that simple equation. I said, huh, Jesus forgive me of everything that I've done. That too? And so I, I, I took that, it's a simple equation that got, got released in my mind. If he can forgive me of that, that thing that that person said about me, who am I? Who am I? Can I not walk in humanity, in, in humility? Can I not walk in, can I get rid of this pride and kick it out? Amen. Because I'll be honest with you, because a lot of this, a lot of this, this root will, will grow into pride. That's why the, the enemy was kicked out of heaven because of pride. Satan was booted out because of pride. I can do it better. He was offended at God, right? He's hurt. I, I can do it better. You know, so, so you, you have to guard against that. Take your Bibles. I want to show you some scriptures real quick. Mark Luke. Uh, I'm sorry, Mark 11. Mark 11. I'm going to give you these scriptures. Go back and look at them because even, even forgiveness, that's one area that you, you can be unlocked in. Forgiveness you can be unlocked in. <laughs> Mark 11, 24, 25. And I, I love Mark 11. It says, Therefore I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe you receive them, and you will have them. And when you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him that your Father in heaven may also forgive you your trespass, <laughs> but if you do not forgive, neither will your Father in heaven forgive you your trespass. That going, that's the, it's in the Bible, guys. I know that going is, you know, that's a country term, right? But but it's in the Bible that that I gotta I gotta operate in the area of forgiveness to be to be released to receive the fullness of my from from Jesus. <laughs> Ouch. You know, maybe you got it all, I, I don't know. Maybe everybody here has got it all figured out. But I, I got to operate in this all the time. Because I, I, you know, the guy that flipped me off, I, I mean, honestly, six years ago, I mean, <laughs> six years ago even, you know, when I got back from the missions field, I think the, the redneck in me started kicking in again because I hadn't, we hadn't been really pastoring doing a lot. But six years ago, I'd have probably chased him down. I, I just, because of like, yeah. I'll break that finger. I mean, that's, that, that's the thing that kind of rises up in me. I'll go and break his finger, and, and I'll, sli I'll slice these tires. I mean, who do you think you are? I didn't do anything. I'm just sitting here. You know, that, that kind of thing can rise up uh, in me. And, I, and I'm, I'm like, no, <laughs> I have forgiveness in my heart. Aren't you glad I know Jesus? You know, that, I can say that now. Aren't you glad that I'm, I'm not chasing you down the road? You know, aren't, aren't you, I mean, you know, he doesn't know that, but I, that's what I'm saying, you know. <laughs> aren't you glad that I'm not the old man, that I'm a new man, <laughs> that I'm not throwing my finger up in the air and then you're going down the road and then we're, we're, we're scrapping, right? I mean, come on, that's, that, that, that's the stuff that, you know, you have, to, you have to begin to say, you know, no, I, I'm, a new, I'm a new creature. I'm a new believer. That old stuff doesn't bother me anymore. And, you know, I, can I tell you tonight, it's, it's an absolute 100% choice. You can choose or not choose to operate in the area of forgiveness. But I, but I want you to please understand the scripture because if you don't operate in this, Jesus is very clear. <laughs> He's very clear. 
that your Father in heaven may also forgive you your trespass. But if you do not forgive, neither will your Father in heaven forgive you your trespass. You know, in our culture today, too, you know, it's, we, uh, we, we can look at this and think, you know, Jesus didn't really mean this. He, do, he doesn't really mean that you, you need to forgive everybody. You know, it's, it's kind of like kids. We, we were in a daycare center for many years, and Miss April, we call her Miss April, because she was a teacher in the child care center, and she worked there and was a great, great teacher, and and I, I could remember parents that would come in, and it's like, because it's like trying to raise a kid, and, and, and I, please don't get offended at me if I say this, because parents that would do the one, two, three, and never have a consequence. What are you doing? We never had one in my house. One, met you, one was you got one whipping coming. Two was you got two whippings coming. You know, I, I remember one time it was like, Zane, bro, you got 10. Well, you, you, you know, you might as well just, you might as well take off running by the time you get home because it, it, we lost count. That, you know, but the, but the one, two, three, you know, it was like, see, that's the whole thing even with forgiveness. Jesus really didn't mean this, and it's the same thing with our children today. You know, one, two, three, what are you going to do? That's what the kids look at half the time because, because you know, you, 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 be reactive. You, you know, if your kid needs a whipping, give, give him a little whipping. You don't got to beat them. Don't beat your kids, but give them a whipping. I, correct your kids. I, you know, anyway, I, I'm talking to a people here tonight that correct their kids. So I'm not, but other people need to hear that. Praise Jesus. But this is for the live stream. This is for the video. This is for the audio. So, yeah, something we're doing tonight. But, but you know, but see, that, that's the problem. That even in our culture, we think Jesus doesn't mean that we really, we really have to forgive. People will go to therapy for 35 years to learn how to forgive. 35 years to learn how to forgive. But Jesus, Jesus can do it in one instant. Jesus can say, look, 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 you have to do this to, do the, to, get, to get here. If, if, you, if you understand my nature, if you understand who I am, if you understand how much I love you, how much I care for you, how much, how much that I've forgiven you. God, gosh, He's forgiven me. Amen. He's forgiven me of stuff. So, I, so I, when I begin, how do I measure up? I'm not against therapy. Go, you, you know, get something out of it. Therapy can be beneficial. Amen. But if somebody locks you up for a period, you know, and they want to talk about how, how hurt you are for, for a number of years, because I would, I would see it happen with kids, and I, I would get so angry. You know, he's talking about his feelings. Just let him be a boy. Let her, let her be a girl. They told you what happened. They were hurt. They were abused. Why do you want to drag it out as a counselor? Well, you know, they have to get into their... No, they told you what happened. They just want to go play. Let them go play. I got in trouble a lot of times with counselors. I, my boss would call me, and you can't say that stuff. I, you can't, you know, you don't have a degree. You're right, I don't have a degree. <laughs> I think that protected me a lot of times because I, I didn't have a degree, you know. I couldn't be held more accountable, I guess. I don't know. I got a degree, but it didn't help, so. Um, but see, Jesus... Jesus saying, look, you, you have to forgive. Luke 6, 37, you know, we, we, use, this, we use this scripture, forgive and it will be forgiven, amen? For, forgive and you will be forgiven. Forgive and you, you will be forgiven. 
You can go through the Bible and you can see this throughout the Word of God. Can I tell you something, though? When you walk in forgiveness and you walk in true and real forgiveness, you'll grow spiritually leaps and bounds. You'll, 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 you'll grab a hold of the Word and you'll see the Word and you'll say, that's for me. You won't be saying, well, that's for so-and-so. <laughs> right? If they only they would read that Word. Hmm. God... This is real stuff. You know, if they would read Luke 1, they would know that offenses, you know, and da, 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 you know, they would read, if they would only read the bait of Satan, if my husband would read the bait of Satan, if my wife would read the bait of Satan, you know, it, 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 that, that's what we do. And, you know, and ultimately, you know, you got to grow up as a believer. You can't, you can't stay, you can't stay behind and stay on the milk. God, and I'm telling you, that's something, you know, there will always be people coming in on the milk. But we want to elevate them, get them, get them further along than quicker than ever. Amen? I don't, you know, we want to make disciples. How long should we look to do that? I think Jesus had a good model. Three years, man, we, we get people raised up three, three and a half, four years. Man, let's get them released. Amen? Let's see people go out and do, do kingdom stuff. Praise God. I, I need to close. Can I, can I tell you something tonight, though? Um, don't let any offense stay hidden. You, you have to expose the lie. Just like when Pastor Miranda talk, you know, had the service and we, you know, we, we, had that, that whole, we had that whole thing with freedom being released. Tonight, Jesus can release you. And I'll, I'll, you know, tonight, you know, if there's anybody dealing with anything, you, you have an offense or a hurt that's deep-seated or rooted. Minister, if you would come to the keyboard, this is a good place to close. If, if you have anything that's, that's seated, anything there that's, that's, that's caused a trauma, I'm going to tell you, Jesus can heal. He can, he, he can heal you of that. He can he can he can move he can move right in and he can he can bring healing to your to your soul.